Support for Paradox comes from the Timothy Center, your online counseling center no matter where you live. The Timothy Center is a marriage and family counseling facility in Austin, Texas, offering distance consultations for those that live outside the Austin area. If you have questions and you'd like to consult with Jimmy, Josh, or one of their licensed professionals, visit them at timothycenter.com. Recording live from Austin, Texas, a conversation about marriage and family that women will love and guys won't want to turn off. Dr. Jimmy Myers and Dr. Josh Myers are a paradox. Hey everybody, I am Jimmy. Welcome to Paradox. Sort of excited today to have a noteworthy guest with us. We have Case Keenum, who is the starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos with us today. Case, thank you for joining us. Hey, Jimmy, thanks for having me. Now, you were, you know, you you went to a small, really, relatively speaking, when you went there, high school out in West Texas, University of Houston. You know, you just set records, won awards, led the Vikings to an NFC championship game. Now you're starting with the Broncos. I was honorable mention all-district linebacker in Cisco, so I think you and I really speak the same language. Yeah, the same roots, man. Uh-huh. Uh, West sort of, Texas, I don't want to Listen, we're talking to Case, and my lord, that he's taking his, you know his valuable time during a season to talk with us. Again, we really do appreciate it. But we're here to talk about his brand new book called "Playing for More." Case, tell us a little bit about your new book. Yeah, you know, I never, never thought I would, uh, I would write a book, <laughs> but uh, you know, after this past season, we had you know multiple multiple people come up to me and. Uh, my wife and say, y'all should, y'all should write a book. And, uh, you know, we thought, well, let's see what God, God has for us. And met with, uh, Andrew Perloff, one of our good friends. And we said, let's, you know, let's do this thing. Let's see what happens. And, uh, you know, before we know it, we're, you know, on a, doing a book tour and media and there's a, there's a book done and it's my whole life pretty much, you know, is down on paper. And, uh, you know, it's just really cool to see what God has done in our life. And, you know, we just we just want to make sure that uh, you know we can you know give back. We've been blessed by so much from God, so we want to we want to give back. We're you know we're donating all the proceeds uh, you know just to different uh, communities that we've lived in throughout uh, our career. So um, you know it's just just something if one person can be encouraged or challenged or, or come to know Jesus, then we've done our job. Being a pro athlete, virtually everything we hear in the public about pro athletes tends to be of the negative nature, be it, you know, drug use and they're suspended for this or that. Or I know back in the day with the Cowboys having the White House with all the prostitutes and the cocaine and pro athletics tends to have a, a, a very kind of an outrageous reputation, you know, with the rest of the country. How is it? I mean, a lot of, a lot of people believe that they, they go to work with their Christian faith and it's a hostile work environment. How is it that you've been, your career has spanned this many years and how hostile has it been to your faith? You know, it just it kind of seems like the the news, the media likes to report the bad things. Um, you know, and I, I think that's probably true in a lot of areas, but for the NFL especially, there's a lot of really really solid Christian men in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Um, not just great football players, but but great husbands, uh, incredible fathers. You know, guys that I've that I've learned from, um, you know, respected, been mentored by. Uh, we actually have a an event you know, kind of a Christian conference every year where there's anywhere from 100 to 200 guys and their wives and families come. And, you know, wow. we spend three days and get, uh, you know, get get a chance to listen to some great speakers and then, you know, kind of fellowship, get to know get to know one another. And so we kind of, 
form a bond throughout the year. And I mean, every year I've been, there's been at least probably 30, you know, at least 20 to 30 guys get baptized with their wives. Oh, um, that's great. And you won't see that on ESPN, but, uh, you know, <laughs> exactly. it, it's something that, uh, you know, that, that, uh, I appreciate going to, it's a, it's a, it's a great little getaway, uh, for, for me and my wife, but there's a, there's a lot of great, great, great guys, um, in the NFL. And, you know, it's, uh, we have chapel every week. We have Bible study every week. And, uh, you know, we grow together. Um, you know, we're putting a lot of the same situations and, and, uh, with us and our wives, we, we, we grow together, in, uh, in our, in our faith. You have a job that only, you know, like 30 other people on the planet have being the starting quarterback in the NFL is, is quite the elite group. So when you have that such success and your name is known really virtually worldwide, and then you come home and you're a husband and a dad, I know a lot of times pride and pushing to succeed in a husband's business, you know, that kind of thing can, can really cramp a marriage. How do you go from everyone clamoring and laughing too hard at your jokes and just thinking everything you say is brilliant to coming home and being husband and dad? Yeah, well, well first of all, I've got a great wife. Um, <laughs> I mean, I outkicked my coverage uh, when, it, when it comes to that. She's, uh, she's an incredible woman of God. And I know I would not be where I am, uh, you know, if I didn't have her in my life. Um, I am truly blessed that God put her in my life at a young age. You know, we we met uh, really young, started dating in high school, and uh, you know, got married my my last year in college. So, um, you know, that's that's kept me grounded. She's uh, she's encouraged me. She's challenged me. Um, you know, and she's uh, you know she keeps me where I need to be. So I I really appreciate. Uh, you know her and and uh, what uh, you know what she's meant to me. Yeah, yeah. Case okay, so you're starting in the NFL. Uh-huh. Go unplug the toilet. <laughs> I tell you, your book is entitled "Playing for More." Uh, what is the more that you're talking about? You know, it's it's a lot of things. Um, you know, but at the heart of it, at the at the core of it, you know, we're we're playing to glorify God. Uh, he he gave me the ability to play. He gave me, uh, you know, the opportunity. Um, and, uh, you know, I just want to maximize my, you know, the, the talent he's given me and, and give him the glory of it. Uh, and I think doing the best I can, uh, playing the absolute hardest that I can, preparing the best I can, um, you know, I can walk off the field and no matter what happens on the scoreboard, I know I can give him the glory from it. You know, uh, talking about people who get a bad rap, I think sports dads, especially today, you know, if you just go out to any little soccer game, you know, you just see these obnoxious parents. And, and yet you had a, a very, very good relationship, have a good relationship with your dad. Tell us how important it is to have a positive role model, you know, of a dad in sports and in life instead of one, you know, that, that almost gets their, their own needs met by the success, you know, of their child playing sports. Yeah, my my dad and my mom. Uh, I've got incredible parents, uh, both believers. Uh, I mean, I can remember coming home or coming down uh, every morning and seeing them, you know, with the Bible open in this quiet time, um, you know, and just just chased after God and uh, you know showed me what it means to be a, a Christian man, a Christian husband, uh, how to treat you know your wife and, and my mom, and uh, and you know how to be a dad. So. Uh, you know he's he's been uh, been incredible for me. He's he's been at every one of my games. Uh, you know for the past 
you know, 15 years, it seems like. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's there after every one of them. Yeah, all over the place in the cold. The trip. Uh, yeah, we we played in Green Bay where it was negative ten last year, and uh, he was he was bundled up there too. But every, every after every game, he says, I'm, "I love you and I'm proud of you." So, um, you know, he's, he's the best example to me of what my heavenly father is like. Coming from a small school out in West Texas, you were not recruited by the University of Texas or Oklahoma or you know any of the big boys. You went to the University of Houston. Would you say that? you played and your career has been with a chip on your shoulder to let people know that, you know, hey, you know, I wasn't really given a good look and I bring more to the table than people give me credit for. You know, I'd say there's there's definitely a little bit of a chip. Um, you know, it's hard not to get that when you've had so many people that haven't believed in you. But, um, you know, I talk about it in the book and uh, I actually adopted this mindset from Drew Brees after I read his book. Uh, but I, I like to prove people right that believe in me rather than prove people wrong uh, that didn't. Um, don't get me wrong. It feels good to to prove people wrong, but, uh, you know, it feels even better to prove those people in your, you know, in your, in your mm-hmm. close circle that believe in you, right? Like your family, your friends, your coaches, uh, those are the people that really matter. And, uh, you know, it's just, uh, you know, that, that feels pretty good. If you could talk to a, a, a dad or a mom and a dad who, who have kids in youth sports, you know, because again, you, you know, your dad was the ultimate sports dad. I mean, you, you did it. You, you're the, you're the, the dream of every, you know, every sports dad or mom out there, you know, you actually did go pro. Cause I, I tell pa- parents all the time, count on winning the lottery, but don't count on your kid going pro. It's just simply is not going to happen, but you did. I mean, if you could talk to those parents out there, what makes a good sport parent as opposed to a bad one? You know, I think, uh, at the root of it, you know, it's kind of like what I said earlier. You know, my dad was always there, no matter what happened, to say, I, I love you and I'm proud of you. Now, there was there was times I think uh, I can remember back when he might have been disappointed in, you know, something I did on the field, um, you know, that didn't line up with our values. Uh, I can remember a time where I was trying out for a baseball team, and, uh, you know, I you, you, you the, the, the tryout consisted of five pitches, and then you ran to first base no matter what happened after those five pitches on the fifth pitch. So uh, I literally smoked five line drives to the outfield and proceeded to trot down to first base just just to kind of feeling good about myself, just, you know, kind of, kind of uh, you know, a little swag there. And uh, he came up to me afterwards and said, Case, I don't care if you strike out, pop up, home run, you know, ground out, you run as hard as you can to first base. You play as hard as you can. Right. Um, and so I think that, you know, just making sure you're, you teach your kids the, the right values, the right way to play, um, and what really matters most. Because I think we're called to play hard. We're called to do the best we can. Absolutely. Um, you know, we're, we're called to maximize our talent. Um, but it's not about uh, pointing at the name, you know, pointing at ourselves. It's about pointing, pointing to Christ and pointing to those, the, the, the person – uh, that gave us the ability to do the, these things. We laugh. I mean, you know, you were you were at a small school out in West Texas, and and uh, and I was in a small school out in West Texas, and I remember just playing football in high school, and there would be for the football players a, a store in town would adopt you for the season, and there'd be a four foot by six foot poster of you in the 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 outside of the the shop downtown. 
I mean, there's there's almost a, a sense of athlete worship in, in those small towns in Friday Night Lights. And then when you have more success, and, you, you know, in the NFL, they celebrate after a goal. Now it's celebrating after any play that's done well. And now you're seeing that in college. You're even seeing that some, after a tackle, kids in high school will get up. And how is it, and I know you're referencing your dad, and that was the foundation, how... How do you keep humility, and maybe as a as a parent, how do you instill, even after all your success, how do you how do you keep humility in your life? You know, I think keeping the right people around you. Um, mm-hmm. You know that uh, that's been huge for me. Uh, my tight circle of of close friends and family uh, do a great job of encouraging me when I need it, but but challenging me and making sure that I'm you know doing the right thing when I need it too. So uh, you know that's that's important to me. Um, you know, another, another saying, my dad, you know, even after our, you know, big game last night, you know, he says, remember where it kept, where it comes from, remember where it comes from case. Um, you know, and just, just having people like that, that will, that will, you know, keep you, uh, keep you humble. And, uh, I think those are, those are very important. Absolutely. Well, listen, the name of the book is playing for more and it is, when is it being released exactly? Oh, it's already, it's already been really, it's already released. so it's it's on Amazon now. Listen, Case, I appreciate it. Go back. Congratulations on the big win last night, and we really appreciate you doing the show. Hey, thanks. Appreciate you having me on. All right, guys. You know that was uh, that was Case Keenum. You know, starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos, and um, that's what I do uh, on Friday mornings. I tend to uh, you know shoot the bull with uh, with pro athletes because um, it's sort of how I roll um, as as a, a member of the paradox. Great guy. I mean, my Lord, listen to him. And and then when you see some of these other pro athletes that you can't understand what they're saying for the, 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 the sound of them beating their chest about how great they are, what a breath of fresh air to hear this kind of humility. And I think as he walks through his life story, and again, you know, when we look at, you know, pro athletes, you know, they, they tend to be the golden boy and just everything was easy for them. And man, was that not the case with Case Keenum. Again, small high school, wasn't recruited by the big schools, got hurt in college, wasn't necessarily really pursued in the NFL, and yet he just kept meeting adversity head on to succeed at the very highest level. I think there's something to be said for him. We didn't even have time. We were really restricted in our time in talking with him today. But he talks about his marriage and how the marriage is is strong and how it is supportive, even in an environment like that. So I think as a young wife out there, I think it would be great, be a great read for you. Certainly for husbands, it would be a great read. For parents, it would be a great read. Uh, for, you know, so many of our kids are, and, and I think they should be, involved in, in athletics and in team sports. A wonderful, wonderful, wonderful new book that is out now on Amazon or wherever books are sold. Again, it's Case Keenum, and the title of the book is Playing for More. Run, don't walk, and go get it. Listen, guys, thank you for listening to Paradox. You can go to paradoxpodcast.com and uh, get Josh and I's both our, um, our social media to follow us there and to follow the show. And we really do appreciate you guys listening. Talk to you soon. Bye. Paradox is produced by Billy Lee Myers Jr. For more about Billy, go to therapywithbilly.com. For more information about our Paradox evangelist, Julie Lyles Carr, go to julielylescar.com. And if you want more details about what was discussed on today's show, go to paradoxpodcast.com.
Next time on Paradox. For every Hollandite, yeah. You call them a Hollandite. Yeah. A Hollandander. I'm not going to say who said this, but we had friends move to the Dominican Republic. Mm -hmm. And this person asked these friends if it would be, I forget the question, but if it would be hard to get to know the Dominican Republicans.